Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Awkward, the world through the eyes of an autistic young adult. My name is Mitchell Hargis, and today we have our very first guest. Uh, they are a Instagrammer, TikToker, famous TikToker, actually, a YouTuber, a content creator, avant-garde, that personality that you just love to see. I barely found out that they were actually, they were on the spectrum, and I was immediately like, I need to get them on this show. And of course, this show isn't always a guest star show, but if we were ever going to have a first guest, I think that this would be this would have been the very first and this was the best pick. Um, can you say hi? Yes, that was really sweet. That was so sweet. <laughs> was, uh, yeah, I was I was being genuine, honestly. Uh, this is Mackenzie Jewell. Uh, That's he, me. Yep. He is a famous TikToker. Well, I don't know how much followers you have or anything like that. How, how many followers would you say that you have? Uh, uh, about to hit 380k, I think. 380k, almost in the halfway mil. My goodness. I will, that would be nice. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I would this. love to hit half a mil soon. You deserve it. Uh, you might know there, I'll put the audio in for this so you can you can hear this, but like you can find it on their uh, TikTok if you scroll uh, deep enough. Uh, the infamous uh, Here's the Mother Loving Tea uh, with the straw hands and the... Uh, I, I wouldn't. I, I would call it makeup. I would call it makeup. What, what would you uh, say? On your, what was on your um, face? It was uh, my sister's makeup. Yeah, oh and then some. I think I might have used uh, Sharpie for the black around my mouth. Here's the turtle tea. My mom wouldn't let me see my older boyfriend, Cornelius. So I killed her, and she's in the. Shut up and get back in the bag. And she's in. Sharpie? Like, the, how, did you have to, like, take it off or, like, how, uh, how hard yeah. did you have to scrub or something like that? Oh, my goodness. Um, or maybe it was washable marker. And oh. then, I don't, I don't remember, but it was some kind of marker. Like Expo or something like that? Like something? You yeah. Okay. Okay. Because that, 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 I heard that that stuff kind of rubs off more easily. But, like, Sharpie? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you better, like, be ready to have that bit multiple times after that. My, oh, my goodness. Oh, you know what? That video, it was a one take. It, like, did it in, like, one take. I, dude, when I filmed that video, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, hey, just throw some shit on my face and <laughs> and let's let's do this. And I'll pretend my little sister's a dead body. And I posted it, like, right after the first take and then, and then boom, it blowed up. Oh, good. Yeah, so, that's yeah. nice. And uh, people might be a little bit confused as of right now, and this is going to be in post. Uh, right now, instead of saying the word that you just said, they will now hear uh, Trevor Wallace scream uh, for the swears and for the censorship. So <laughs> there we go. Oh, I mean, uh, 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 <laughs> more Trevor Wallace screaming. That's okay. That's okay. That's totally fine. Um, and to kind of talk more about that, Trevor Wallace is a fictional character made with a Kevin Smith uh, movie made in uh, 2014 known as Tusk. And uh, Mackenzie, you have some insight on that, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Trevor Wallace is actually the YouTuber we were talking about. Wallace Brighton Wallace is the guy Brighton. from Tusk. Oh, okay. Well, that'll be a little bit weird when, when we can't even determine the stream. <laughs> My goodness. Okay, sorry. I, I've only seen part, a bit, Do bits both. and parts about it. <laughs> I've seen bits and, part of it, uh, bits and parts of Tusk. Uh, like, enough to kind of 
get the whole shtick, uh, but I haven't seen the full thing. Uh, I'll probably wait uh, a good solid day with no breakfast, no meals, or anything like that to prepare myself. Oh, yeah. To prepare Sleep my, deprived. Yeah, to pre- prepare my body and that stuff. Yeah. Uh, today, and I forgot kind of uh, to talk about this earlier. Today's episode, we'll be talking about hyperfixations and how so many uh, like autistic individuals and people on the spectrum will circulate and kind of orbit around a certain topic or a certain movie, a TV show, media that's out there, or even like collectibles and that stuff, and, and like and like just kind of leech onto it, but at the same time absorbing every single bits and like bit and part of material that that comes from that uh like examples can be like the movie tusk for me uh i I, uh when i first uh actually talked with Mackenzie uh on instagram uh live or like on the little instagram little feed thing i i kind of pointed my camera to the back of my room and there was a, a Chinese Star Wars poster. And in one of your one of your uh, videos, Mackenzie, you talk about how uh, every autistic pe- person has kind of like a certain niche or a certain hyperfixation, which can involve Star Wars, reptiles, uh, and I. what was the other one that you said? What was the other one? Uh, I... Uh... I think I just like mentioned those as two examples, and okay. then I was all like, "And mine is Tusk." <laughs> yeah, and and it could be that's the one I've noticed with with autistic people that I do know in real life. Um, it seems like I mean I'm sure it's not every everyone, but it seems like reptiles and Star Wars is kind of like the most popular. Like, uh, yeah, I think I've seen. I used to teach autistic kids. I used to. Uh, do some theater with my mom mm. and uh she had a she had a kindergarten theater class and there were a few kids that were uh autistic and um one of them was really into reptiles um i thought that, I thought it was just adorable oh that's the cool. only way that we could get her to perform on stage is if we um actually sewed these uh, rubber lizards onto her dress. That was the only way to get her to perform. Oh, that's so sweet. I think I fit, I think I fit both of them because it was like I, I remember having a red a red-eared slider turtle mm. named Stu, and when I was really younger, I like enthralled in Star Wars, honestly. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm okay with Star Wars as of right now. I do have Disney Plus and I need to work on the Mandalorian, obviously. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And your your um your actual PFP for TikTok and yeah, I, I believe only for TikTok as of right now is you in a dress uh with the Mandalorian helmet on. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, and I have the little uh, little Yoda that I'm holding. A little Mom, baby I, I like to call that uh Mom Delorean. Mom Delorean <laughs> no, no, uh, no fancy uh, metal suits. I just got the helmet and my baby and my dress. It's so all, you know what? You need. It's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, with with autistic people and with hyperfixations, I think it's not so much like that we can sell this or like we have this for a good profit or something like that. It's more so for either showing off. Uh, in in kind of a different way, or like in in special different ways, like come into my office, you could see my pops, you could see my book collection, you could see this, right? It's not so much to impress, but it's to establish a presence in the person. It's to yes. show, it's to show them that like 
even though that we spent gratuitous amounts of money on like vinyl figures and that stuff, we did it for the purpose of showing them how fond we are of certain things, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I myself have fallen victim to that multiple times. Uh, like in performing arts and like you know doing something like either sports or doing something with the hands, right? It, it's always back to like kendamas, yo-yos, kendamas, yo-yos, back and forth, back and forth, and they kind of resurge and then they kind of pitter out, right? And that mm-hmm. that pittering out does not always mean that the leaf has fallen from the tree. No, 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 no. It is only seasonal. It is. It will come again. Uh, we just don't know when. We're where we. Yeah. It it could be like a video online. It could be somebody talking about it, or, or it could even be like on your own searches, right? Like, how did you find Tusk? How did you find Tusk originally? I think it was like four years ago. I was just uh, just uh, watching some YouTube on my 3ds XL, <laughs> and. Um, and uh, I think it just came up in the recommendeds or something. And I was like, oh, hey, you know what? It's on Amazon Prime. Mom, Dad, can we please watch it? Oh my! And goodness. I don't think I don't think they knew what they were uh, getting into when they <laughs> when they when they first watched it with me because that started years of videos for me. Now I've probably made thirty videos about Tusk altogether. Oh, definitely. And there's nothing wrong with that, obviously. Mm-hmm. And people say like Tusk is the uh, stoner's human centipede. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you agree with that? Would you? Would you? Yes. Someone agree? Okay. Yeah. And you have. He wrote it while high. Yeah. Oh yeah, on the on the podcast, right? Have you seen mm-hmm. any other material besides uh, Tusk that is Kevin Smith related? Oh, all of it. Really? You like Jay? Yeah, he's my he's my hero. Yeah, this Mallrats poster is signed by Kevin Smith. Oh yeah. He's he's my like hero. Mm-hmm. Um because it started with Tusk and the the thing that inspires me about Tusk is like this movie is so insanely weird and it just like it inspires me because it's like if something this weird can get made, then I can make then I can make my own movies. Oh. You know, um, and then, you know, you look at uh, Clerks, he made Clerks like, you know, he he sold his comic book collection. He maxed out five credit cards. He um, he got like an insurance check like for it uh, to make it. He did like whatever he could to get this movie done. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I just think his uh, I just think it was cool that after Clerks, he got his like uh, footing into the film industry and then he made Every movie he's ever wanted to make, which wow. is just so cool. That's the dream. I wish I could just uh, hand a script to someone. They're like, okay, here's money. That'd oh, be amazing. Definitely, definitely. And you yourself have created other uh, movies as well. Not so much creative movies, but you've starred in movies. Could you could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So I was in this um, independent film uh, called Knuckles, mm-hmm. and uh, it started a, a few years ago. I was just on Instagram scrolling through, and I got an advertisement that uh, Houston was casting for this thing, and um, I was really excited. So I went ahead and I went into the audition, and um, uh, the guy liked my YouTube videos, and I, there wasn't originally a character for me actually, mm-hmm. um, but he liked me so much that he wrote me into the script, and uh, <laughs> he gave me a character called a uh, shrimp. Which is the main? Uh, so it's about these two, uh, these two underground street fighters, and they're they're lifelong like rivals. And I I become uh, 
his uh, manager and coach because his other one uh, died and homeboy has some uh, PTSD and he's got some major mental problems. So I kind of help him a little bit there. Um, mm. It was really fun to work on there. I mean, there were some days uh, where it was challenging too. like, there's one night where we filmed from like, um, uh, f- uh, 4 p.m. all the way to uh, 4 a.m. Um, but I would, I would, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Oh, it was so fun! And yeah. then um, I don't know if you know of of tubers. Oh yeah, I've heard um, that one. That's my that's that's my baby. I wrote that with uh, my friend uh, Emery uh, Emerius, and uh, we the idea was to just take the office but make it uh, an office full of YouTubers and like a YouTube studio. Oh. And, um, you know, we, we ran into some problems, mm-hmm. you know, uh, making our own uh, web series. Uh, first time we filmed, it was insanely challenging because it was our most ambitious episode and we were just starting. Um, but after the first episode, after we got that done, everything was smooth sailing. And I mean, we still run into a lot of problems, but I guess that's... Uh, that's how it goes whenever you're uh, indie, I guess. Oh, so oh, we're yeah. working on uh, season two now. Oh, um, coronavirus has delayed everything. Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. But the finale should be coming out pretty soon for season one. Yeah. And where can you so, find these? Where can you find these like treasure films and that stuff and these uh, shows and that stuff? Where can you find these? Like online, oh. on YouTube? Uh, yeah, I guess if you just look up maybe like indie films or A twenty four has a lot of smaller, oh, no, no, lesser no. known movies. Oh, well, I was I was talking about your film. Oh, my stuff, my yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so <laughs> Knuckles, uh, the movie, uh, was able uh, for a week or so. It was able to rent on the director's website. He's working on uh, getting it on Amazon Prime right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he just has to pay to get it subtitled. Oh, and yeah. then it can go ahead and be on Amazon Prime. Um, but the web series Tubers is um, on YouTube. And then on Instagram, we are going to be putting the episodes on IGTV as well. So T-U-B-E-R-S. Okay. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Alrighty. Uh, and you said that you were involved in theater as well, right? You're in mm-hmm. theater. Okay, I'm in theater as well. I, I'm, nice. I'm a senior, like... Okay, now if this seems like boisterous or that this seems like boastful or anything like that, just just tell me to stop. Uh, I always feel worse when I'm saying like, "Oh yeah, I have this, I have this, I have this." Uh, so I um, I'm a part of like the theater council, so we get like these nifty little cult jackets. Oh, uh, bro, I didn't realize you're so full of yourself, dude. You <laughs> shut up. Can you be quiet, dude? trying to talk about myself all right you're being boastful i'm sorry i didn't know this was awkward <laughs> we're all through the eyes with mackenzie jewel uh so no no keep going that's uh, really cool yeah I, uh, I i've been in multiple performances uh for this school regions was recently canceled because of the coronavirus and coronavirus and uh, we feel really bad about that but i i'm i'm the spirit and pride of the thing like that's my little certification in the team i guess or like in the troop and uh yeah like it's it's super hard nowadays uh to even film because like me and my friend devin uh we came up with a film idea called neighbors and it was supposed to be a arg uh type film found footage blair witch blair witch meets phoenix lights uh an alien abduction happens 
Oh yeah, I love. I absolutely adore those, and they're fun to make because they're so scary. At the very like in post, you're like, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, this is scary. I um, I it was supposed to be filmed like uh on phones and stuff, like they were streaming, like they were streaming this all happen, and it would be on this interface, and e each screen would go out depending on who's still alive or who's still dead. Uh, uh so we were gonna film that originally uh, in like a little house party, but because of this, it's like off it's like off the market oh yeah it's oh yeah um oh, that sucks oh uh, yeah it's okay it's okay like being a senior uh in 2020 uh for your final year in high school people say like oh it's so depressive we missed prom and that stuff you know to be honest you could be sad about a lot of things you could be sad about you know prom or you could be sad about regions you could be sad about band you could be uh, sad about all this other stuff what you can do right now i think is what's most important and taking the time and not so much I, I'm not saying like I don't care about your feelings. My name is Ben Shapiro <laughs> or anything like that. You know, yeah, facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> yeah. Wait, let me get really short. Facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> That's great. I uh, yeah. So e even though like during these hard times, we can still be human and have these conversations like you and me, right? Uh, mm. So. Okay, let's. I think it's about midpoint right now. Let's kind of let's kind of highlight some of the stuff that we've already been through. Uh, this is Mackenzie Jewell. He is a uh, YouTuber, TikToker. Uh, you can find him on Instagram. That stuff. I'll make sure to provide links in the description of this episode on my website www.podbean. No, awkward.podbean.com. Just switch those around. A uh, little puzzle ARG for you guys, I guess. Um, so. Uh, my name is Mitchell Hargis. We talked about uh, hyperfixations, that stuff. Uh, so let's let's kind of uh, highlight the intro track because this is the first episode as of right now uh, that will be posted after the, the trees episode. As soon as I finish editing it, uh, this will be the first time that I will use or like edit in uh, the first track of my intro or like the the theme song. Not so much the theme song, but like you know the intro track for it. It is Annie by Ghost Coach. You can find them on Instagram. I'll put a, a link in the description as well. Uh, it was. Let's check about this. The writers of the song are Keel Williams and Nate. Uh, Semprabon, and hopefully I got those names right. Nate, I had such a fantastic time talking with you. Uh, wunderbar, uh, Germany, I guess. Okay, so, uh, now, Mackenzie, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you some time to talk about this as well. Uh, I recently downloaded one of your apps that you helped, I believe, design, right? A design, um... or like PR, or something like that? Uh, no. So I don't, uh, help them with design. I help them, uh, with some, uh, videos that they uh, use as ads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I, uh, yeah, just, yeah. No, so just ads. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Well, speaking about ads, here's an ad right here. Uh, world's greatest videos. You can find this on the app store and I believe the Samsung, uh, store, I believe Samsung, whatever yes. you guys have on those dinosaur phones um so you could find that i actually strolled through it for the past 30 minutes uh when i was waiting uh for a little bit or like getting lbs set up and that stuff and i'm gonna be honest i found some great content creators like woodsy from vine you, you know about woodsy, yeah right? i love Woodsy. yeah i love him i love him i remember watching him as a kid so kind of seeing that 
back again or seeing him on my phone once more was a very yeah. was a throwback. So throw yourself back. Uh, not 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 throw yourself back. Like don't literally throw yourself, but uh, <laughs> make make, uh, make throwbacks. Go back in time and check out World's Greatest Videos free. That's right, free on the App Store today. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's let's get back a little bit right here. Now, let's talk a little bit about TikTok, okay? There already is oh, yeah. a podcast called uh, TikTok, uh, Tick, T-A-L-K, um, but we're, we're, we're going to kind of make a I little... I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, asked... I love TikTok pod. Oh, my God. I love them. I, I asked to be on their podcast, but, like, I only have a little, like, a, a little sum of followers. I have a scrumble of followers, but I love them all. They're my little babies. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm not saying that, like, followers count as everything. They're not your verification, right? Because Dr. Pepper has, like, a hundred fans and they're verified. You know, it doesn't even matter. Uh, yeah. So, but like, I absolutely adore the 50,000, I guess, 50,000 followers that I have on my page. So they're, yeah. they're pretty fantastic. And if you guys are listening to this, thank you so much for doing that. I, um, so what actually got you into do it? What, what, like what made your first TikTok or like what made you download the app? So, okay, so pretty much I was on a big Shane Dawson kick. I still love Shane Dawson. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to do some... Uh, okay, so I guess it's not the best way to go about it. So pretty much I was at a point where... I was making like one video a day. This is two, three years ago. Mm -hmm. And... I was just really, really, really wanting to get big. So I took every video that I made and I put it on like 15 different social medias each day. I would put it on um, uh, Flipagram, uh, like Vigo Video, and then uh, I would put it on my second YouTube channel, this app called Cheese, like mm -hmm. Funimate, like all these apps, a lot of them aren't even big. And yeah. so Musical.ly was one of them because just because I'm like, well, if I just put this video out everywhere, who knows, I might hit the jackpot and get big on one of them. Definitely. And that's exactly what happened. So I had this um, recreate a Vine video and it was a YouTube video. The YouTube video did moderate, the Instagram posted moderate. and But then I put it on, uh, at the time, TikTok was Musical.ly and I got like 2,000 likes. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, well, wow, that was really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just kept uh, uploading and whatnot. And what I found was it, it still does have like a really good algorithm the musically slash tiktok algorithm is the best algorithm oh. within any social media um so pretty much it just makes it to where anyone can, can grow um so i just i started uploading more videos and then uh the one that made me really 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 have fun on it was um I did a Shane Dawson uh, lip syncing thing and I put on the robe and I was his queen character oh, and yeah. I posted those to uh, Instagram. And I think I was actually, I think I just had the, the two year anniversary of me getting on the app. So, oh, good. so, and then um, when it, when it switched to TikTok, I was actually mm -hmm. a little upset. I was like, Oh no, like why'd they have to rebrand? But <laughs> looking back, that was the best thing that they could have ever done because, uh, that was that saved them really because yep. if it, they would have stayed musically, they would totally be dead right now. Oh yeah. Um. So I I noticed on musically there weren't many uh like funny comedy creators. So I really tried my very 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 best to be 
the funniest person on Musical.ly. And there was a time where I totally think I was, not to sound full of myself or anything, but oh, I no think problem. I might have been the funniest person on Musical.ly. <laughs> um, and then the like the best thing happened when it changed to TikTok. Suddenly, like the content shifted and it became more memey and more edgy oh, yeah. and more uh, edgy creators started joining. And, uh, and then I was no longer the king of the app, um, <laughs> which was, which is great. Um, Cause I just, I just love the content that's on TikTok Now I could scroll for hours on, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just, I guess I, I had to adapt with the content cause it changed it drastically. Oh. Or changed drastically, going from just the lip syncing to all the duet memes and uh, the just overall, cameras. oh yeah, yeah, just everything getting random and and dumb and edgy and dark, which is fun. Oh, definitely, definitely. I think we need that. We need that dark humor to go towards, like you know, be more relative towards our own generation. And that that kind of seems a little bit off putting for anybody else older that it might be listening to this. And if you're listening yeah. to this, uh, can you give me your four hundred one okay, please? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so I I think four hundred one okay. Sorry, <laughs> uh, I accidentally said that. I, uh, I I think like with with the dark comedy or with what uh, with uh, it kind of shook musically to its core and then we kind mm-hmm. of got to that sweet center of content that we get as of right now uh it might not be as sweet uh and bountiful as it was in 2018 but it still has that aftertaste that you know yeah. that it's like actual genuine tiktoks uh yeah. like for me personally when i got into tiktok i i actually saw one of my good friends uh, next to me uh during a film it was it was a film a uh, little it, it was a film class that we kind of like analyzed films and did stuff like that. Uh, and I looked down to him and he opened the app on TikTok and I said, are you on TikTok? And he said, yeah. And I felt, I feel so bad saying this as of right now, but I was just like, that, that's dumb. That's dumb. I'm, I'm with the new crowd. I'm with the crowd that says, oh, TikTok cringe compilations, 2018 part three. You know, like I, I was like, yo, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. You know, that's thing. but I, I was, I was bored upon one day and I was like, you know what? I I've seen so many of these Instagrams that like Instagram reposts of TikToks, and it was the pretty boy swag trend where they would go like, this right here is my pretty boy swag and then it would just change into like an object that kind of looked towards i changed yeah i remember that oh definitely yeah i changed into my old microphone and put like a neat dude beanie inside out so it was red and i got i got pretty famous off of that one and the the neat dude cap got chris mellenberger the dude who made the brand like he said uh nice on the video and i was just like i can actually i guess i can get here i i I can actually make stuff here i can i can make things that i've ever always wanted to make Mm -hmm. i I remember making old youtube videos back then like back 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 then when i was 12 years old on my 3ds uh i would uh oh wow definitely (laughs) i would i would i would go and the the high the best content that was on youtube that i thought was like the fan like like the treasure trove the the uh the what is it the, just the fountain of youth was like plush videos 
Like those little weird oh. plush videos on YouTube, the one where they would like hold Mario and they would be like, my name is Mario. Oh. Like that stuff. Yeah. I thought that was like the best thing ever. I thought like, oh, I can do that. I can get followers. So like they're, they're spawned like 99 Chowder, uh, Super Mario Logan, uh, Super Nintendo Kid 97. You know, there's just a bunch of these, there's these like a bunch of these content creators and I was just like so young at the time I was just like I can do that and I got nothing and those videos were on my old Gmail I can't access my old Gmail because it's like oh. gone but the worst part is is that and some of my good friends still know about this they can go on YouTube they can type in Mitchell Hargis they can find an account that has two subscribers and they could see my weird plush videos like the oh my like there was one where i was literally wearing a fedora and a scarf and i was just like welcome to one up studios and i was gonna call that because like oh mario i love mario right uh and it, like it, like i also made this video about how to make a perfect golem impression i still i can't do it today i used to be able to do it like cleanly back then because my vocal cords decided to take a dip towards puberty uh and uh yeah <laughs> Uh, I, I still can't, I can't make those, I can't make those videos or like, no, I, I can still make videos, but like, I, <laughs> see, yeah, you, you could do it. You could do it. You could do it. You have that. I haven't gotten a hundred. I haven't gotten deep like you. Like, hello, welcome to the awkward podcast. <laughs> the great impression. <laughs> the best impression that I can do on like these weird discord servers. Uh, and I also did it like for theater class and that stuff. And everybody knows that I can do it. Uh, is the Kronk voice, so like the Patrick Warburton voice. So sometimes ooh, I'll, ooh. I'll join I'll join into a Discord server and I'm like, hey Peter, uh, I'm here. No, like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, you guys can't see this because this is an auditorial experience, but I believe that I just gave you a stroke. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I I have them on webcam right now. Uh, only, if you if you could only see if you could only see you would be able to see like cascaded with. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a YouTube clickbait thumbnail right there. You could only see like so much posters in one corner of a room, right? I, if only I had the sufficient funds and enough money to one, do that. One, two, three, three four, four, five, five six, six, seven, seven eight. eight. It's eight just in frame. <laughs> eight just in frame, like, and you're in the corner of a room. That's fantastic. Uh, I think with posters and that stuff, it can highlight also our hyperfixations. Uh, yes, like entirely because it's like. Like saying like that wall looks blank. Let me put it. Let me put what's on my brain as of right now, or like what's highlighting, or what's like circulating my brain, recycling. Just put it yeah. right on the wall, right? Like I have, yeah. I have um, a logic poster. Like one of my biggest hyperfixations uh, as of right now, and it's still continuing today, is the rapper Logic. Uh, like Please. Bobby Hall. I have, I have Supermarket. I have a Sprite can that hasn't been opened. I have a Logic poster. I have Logic merch. I have a signed Logic merch thingy. I have a ticket from a Logic concert. I absolutely adore him. And nice. and uh, like, of course. Those things, those things that we like and those hyperfixations, like I said before, they always pitter out or they continue with us and they just they just kind of latch on to us. I think that's what logic did to me because I know everything mm -hmm. about logic. You can ask me a question about logic. You can ask me what's what's my favorite album. I give you the incredible true story with under pressure on the downside. You know, like it's 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 all about how we do you know his birthday? Damn. Oh no. 
Oh, oh see, do you know, see, not true do you logic know, fan. Do you know, do you know like, I know his birthday. Logic? Yeah, August 15th. Do you have Google open? No, I just know it. I have photographic memory. Oh, okay. Alrighty. I don't have that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I don't know because it's birthday. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, that that's another that's another perfect thing. Cause I like people say like, oh, autistic people are always gullible. Cause like they, they can never really get jokes. Like, I don't know about if it's just me, but like when somebody tells me like, oh, I know this, and they give it to me, I'm the first to assume, oh, they're right. Yeah, they're, they're not nothing's wrong or anything like that. But that's the thing. See, I do jokes like that. I do jokes like that where I just totally troll and I just uh, yeah. completely lie. But when somebody does it to me, I have no clue if they're being real or not. Exactly. So I just take it with. I'll just be totally like, oh, oh yeah, okay, sure. Exactly. I think okay, that's good because I, I I don't want to feel alone in this. Like yeah. every, like my mom will just say like to me she'll she'll be like. Mitchell, you can dish it out, but you can never get it. You can, you can never. Yeah. Like, you know, get, like <laughs> that, that, that itself is like pretty okay. That, that itself is, it's a okay annotation to it. But I guess it's not so much gullibleness. It's, it's fear that we might be wrong, or they might be lying, or they might be yeah. truthful, or we might miss out. I don't think that. I don't. Yeah. I, I think that with autistic people, we don't have so much FOMO. Like as much as we have FOMU, fear of missing out opportunities, like uh, like you know taking on those jobs or getting those connections, like you and me right now, uh, taking yeah. on like you know going on TikTok, seeing what we can make. Uh, I think those connections that we all make can be themselves like hyperfixations, but at the same time, when it comes to like media topics and like movies and books and television shows, I think we dip our toes into it and then we just kind of leave right but yeah. then but then but then we'll come back we'll see a photo we'll hear somebody talking about it and then we'll get right back into the pool and oh, yeah. do, do you know if this happens to you or anything like that do you do you know like okay so getting into something falling out of it and then getting back into it yeah something like that trying to think of something it's hard to look back it's hard to definitely look back I think Adventure Time. I was really, I was really big into Adventure Time. I fell out of it for two years. I got back into it, and then uh, right as they were doing the last season, I got back into it because I fell out of it again. It's yeah. just one of those things I'll always have love for, mm -hmm. but I did drift with it. Oh, definitely, definitely. I think that always happens with shows, especially. Like you, mm -hmm. you can look on my Netflix right now. It looks like. I, I, I die in between each season. <laughs> it's, 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 it's that it's that weird. Uh, speaking about Adventure Time, I actually had a dream. Like, I always have, like, lucid dreams. I don't know if that, that's with every person on the spectrum. But, like, uh, with this lucid dream, I had a dream that I, it was, like, an Adventure Time movie. And I don't watch that much Adventure Time as of right now. But I remember Jake, like, saying the F word. <laughs> I, remember, oh. I remember, like, John DiMaggio literally saying, like, mother effort or something like that <laughs> i i can't he's even... a, i like him as a voice actor oh yeah i love him i i met him at fan x uh two years ago 
He was he was. Really I met uh, Jeremy Shada, the guy who plays oh, Finn. Me too. Me too. Uh, he had a little like yeah. Little, he had a little Caspian beard. He had like a little like three like the triangle beard at the very bottom of his face. You know what I asked him actually? I didn't ask him anything about like, oh, voice acting or anything like that. I actually asked him about Incredible Crew. About like his Nick Cannon. Oh yeah, I loved that. Uh, me too. Like I, everybody said, like oh, it's it's terrible, right? I'm like, this is great. This is like SNL for kids, you know. That's uh, exactly what I thought too. I loved it. It got me into. Well, it didn't get me into skits, but I watched it. and was like, oh, I would love to do that. Definitely, definitely. I uh, I I couldn't actually ask him anything more because I was actually dumbfounded because the people in front of us. They actually proposed. They they had a little like wedding proposal right in front of him, and Jake like he he was in it. He, like Jeremy Shadow was in in the like little thing. Like the the dude was saying like, I, okay, I'll pretend to be Ice King, and you pretend to be Finn, right? And like Ice King says, I finally found a princess that I can make mine, you know. And then and then he goes on one knee and then proposes using a pokeball, and I'm like. There, oh my god! If, That's amazing. If God was a nerd, like there would be a rainbow. <sighs> there would definitely be a rainbow, like a right above them, or a rainicorn. Pardon me. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I think with uh, cartoons, I I really enjoyed them as a kid. I enthralled myself into everything. Uh, with with voice acting, I didn't catch that until I watched something on Nickelodeon, where it was mm-hmm. Tom Kenny singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" as SpongeBob, and me being. Oh, I met him too. He's really nice. Me too. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I could, yeah. I could hold myself together. I was just like, "You're my idol." Um, he. I was like, "Oh my gosh, dude!" I like. I've grown up on Adventure Time and SpongeBob, and I still love them. Mm-hmm. And he. He did the SpongeBob voice, then he did the Ice King voice, and then he did Gunter, and then he did the quack quack. I was like, yeah. holy, oh my god! Like, <laughs> and he just did it so so effortlessly, just like within the three characters, just in and out, in and out. I was like, oh yeah. my goodness, it was it was yeah. just amazing. Yeah. Tom Kenny was also the mayor of Townsville, and because I loved Powerpuff oh, yeah. as a kid, and he also voiced another character called Mitch Mitchelson. And I remember saying like, oh, my name is Mitchell, like Mitch Mitchelson, and he did the voice, and I'm like, oh. Oh my gosh, that's so great. And he said he got inspiration from Freggle from uh, Little Rascals or like the little the kid oh. with the the, uh, the chameleon. Oh, and he talks like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> talks oh, like that this. hurts my throat. Oh yeah. That, that's what Imagine doing that for an entire movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. My goodness. The... Can I have a pickle? Is that what he says? Uh, yeah, he's like, he's like, he, he's the one who took like the hamster home and he's just like, You're my new friend now, you know. Oh my god! Terrifying. Uh, yeah, and he had he had a, he had a he had a shirt that said like Mitch rocks, and I've been looking for that shirt ever since. And I need I need to find that shirt so I can wear it and I can like fully transform myself, not into Mitch Mitchelson, but like fully be, like enlighten myself, enlighten myself. Um, do you know if okay? This is the last thing we're gonna talk about hyperfixations, and then I th- I say that I've kept you long enough. Uh, so how about this? Uh, I'll, I'll um. With books, like with with reading books and stuff, do you ever get the feeling like you can read a solid chapter and then you're like, I can read something else right now, and then you leave it and then you go for something else? Like you you have like unfinished library material or something like that? You know, it's crazy. I used to be so into books. I don't know what it was, but it was just my favorite thing. Yeah. If my parents did a punishment, they would take my books away. Um, Uh, Like a Tumblr. I could. 
I could totally do that. Yeah, no, I used to... But then at the same time, sometimes it would really... Uh, I couldn't do that. Sometimes I would just have to get through the book in yeah. order to read another one. But if I wasn't feeling the book, then I could do that. Yeah. Um, but recently, the last two times I've read books, I just find it... Because I also have ADD. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have such trouble focusing. Like, I tried reading... Uh, Lord of the Flies, I just didn't... Oh, my God. And I read... I don't know if anyone's going to kill me for this, but I read The Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. I did not... I couldn't focus. I didn't get what it was about. and I, I didn't like it. I was like, yeah. what's happening? I don't know. And the same with Lord of Flies. I, I have a lot of trouble reading now. I don't know what it was that, that shifted or changed. Yeah. One of my good friends, like, she absolutely adores The Great Gatsby. And I'm pretty sure she's going to leave a nice little comment after this. But, like, <laughs> be prepared. Uh, but, yeah, I, I with with me in books, it's always, it's always something different. Because I remember endorsing myself in comic books all the time. Uh, and then, like, never reading a single word, right? Just looking at pictures. Uh, mm-hmm. But as soon as I read, like, Supermarket that was written by Logic, I was like, I'm totally into this. Because I know who it's written by. Uh, and, like, like Richard Paul Evans, he wrote uh, the Michael Vay book series. And I know him personally. I'm like, yeah, I'll oh. read them all. I'll read them all. Uh, and also, me, as a writer, I think that when, when it comes to, like, when it comes to actually, like, finding a day to write it's the worst because you know that there's always something else that you can be doing uh i know yeah. i know that a lot of my assignments are going to go missing this week because of animal crossing oh my yeah. <laughs> gosh that game it has me doing chores like no business it's it's great it's 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 a great game it's a great game i know if i were to get into it i'd get addicted and that's why i can't do it <laughs> i that's why i don't do uh video games whenever i get into video games i get into video games so oh, i can't yeah. get anything done like when i my favorite game is uh the ps4 spider-man whenever i play mm-hmm. it like i have to play it for an entire day i can't just play for an hour yeah um that's why i try and avoid video games and also i also if i if i do too many video games it just becomes too much stimulation mm-hmm. and it actually gets me really angry sometimes. When I was a kid, I would play video games any chance I could get. And I had crazy anger problems. Come to find out, it's too much, way too much stimulation for me. And, yeah. you know, so it's not a great idea for me. But if something like Minecraft is is much more peaceful it's and quiet. Relaxing. And I can do that. Yeah. I can do that for like a few hours. Yeah. Totally, yeah. And I think Animal Crossing can do that as well. But there's more like, there's more things that you can like do with animal crossing mm-hmm. like you can like mm-hmm. talk to people you can go on to you know servers and that stuff but yeah i won't tell you anything more i don't want to tempt you into like being more stressed or something like that <gasps> <Yeah>. <gasps> animal crossing oh no uh yeah with me and video games like i i i, I don't enjoy skill-based games at all like osu and like rainbow six siege because I know that people mm-hmm. are going to be like, "Oh, you're terrible at this," and I'm like, "I'm just beginning," and I hate that. I hate that beginning <laughs> period. I, I, if you look back at my first episode, the beginnings, I talk about how uh, I, I have the hardest time beginning on something, uh, like a journal or like writing something, and I just leave it in the dust. Oh my god! Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 first episode. Don't. Don't listen to it, <laughs> please. Okay. <laughs> it's the first yeah. episode. I know that feeling too. That that was like 
That was an episode without Levelator's help, just going to be honest. Like, Levelator is this app that you can help with leveling out the audio and that stuff. Uh Hopefully with this episode, with this configuration, it can level it out. Uh, Either that or I'll have to do it manually, but that's okay. I know the same feeling. Whenever I tell people about tubers, I tell them not to watch episode one. Yeah. Because like I said, it was my most ambitious. So don't watch it. The audio is bad. (laughs) Yeah. The most ambitious works are never the best. Like, yeah, unless you're unless you're like JK Rowling. I think I think that that would work. I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I I don't know about I don't know her story. It's like written on napkins or something like that. I don't know anything about (laughs) Harry Potter. I don't know anything about Harry Potter. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming to this episode, uh, Mackenzie. I hope to see you and work with you again in the future. Yes. And of course, and I I hope that I I honestly hope. Listen, this might this might be this might be hard enough to say, or this might be a little bit drastic. But I hope we we become good friends. Okay. I hope we become. Oh, I thought friends. you were gonna say that we could get married. Oh, that's very disappointing. Well, uh... <laughs> well, I got the ring and everything, and I got Ice King, and I got Jeremy Shada in the closet right now. Does he have his? Does he have but... his trifecta beard? Does he have that? Let me check. Hey, Jeremy, you got your beard? No, just some stubble today. The marriage is off. Okay, all right. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for coming to this episode. Uh, and this this was Awkward, The World Through the Eyes of an Autistic Young Adult. Uh, the next episode, I don't know what the next episode will be. I'll probably announce it on Instagram, but yeah. Thank you so much for coming uh, to this episode again. And I hope to see you guys pretty soon. Thank you guys so much. Bye.